Let's hit record. Let's see what we got. Hey everyone, Wazoo here for another episode of Operation Steam Dream 2022. Yes, this is a small podcast on putting together a Steam project for myself within the next few months with hopefully launching something by the roguelike celebration happening in mid-October 2022. That was a really long intro. My name is Eric Izwa, and this is the show. <laughs> At any rate, uh, yeah, so today, so last last week I gave a little bit of an introduction on the idea that I was having. I wanted to put together some kind of roguelike um, slash RPG game for this project. Um, I've got a engine up and running with a existing Ultima 4 tile set, as you can see. Oh, and I have to highlight. There we go. So as you can see, I can move my, my avatar around. I'm in the middle of the screen, which is really how I like playing RPGs. And uh, I've got different tiles coming up. I don't have collision detection working yet or working with uh, some kind of map editor that's kind of on my next to-do list. Uh, but as you can see, um, I've got the coordinates calculating the coordinates calculating correctly each time the player is updated. I want to make sure that um, um, I'm trying to figure out a, a, d a design trick to kind of work this into the game. So maybe um, I was reading through some notes, online notes I found uh, of Ultima 4. And I believe I read that I came across that they had 32 by 32 uh, map layers that they were then um, in real time kind of attaching together as you moved through the world of Britannia to sort of make make it look like the giant world that it is. Uh, I hope I read that correctly. So I'm kind of hoping to do the same thing here, uh, but I want to achieve a little bit of a different effect where maybe you can see the edges of this of this map like I have it right now. And then maybe as you get to the very end, you kind of pop onto the, the next layer, the, the next uh, map layer. I don't know. I'll have to fiddle with that. Um, Speaking of fiddling, over this past, I would say, two weeks, I definitely lost. You could argue that I was evaluating different engines, uh, but I, I, I guess it's more or less lost time, uh, precious time, in terms of working on this project uh, because the, the time slices that I did have available to work on this, I kind of spent doing things like jumping between engine and engine. Um, I tried out Unity for a couple of days. I tried out GameMaker. I have a license uh, for GameMaker that I bought a few years ago, so I tried that out, GameMaker Studio. And uh, what else did I try out? Godot, I tried out Godot. And there's nothing wrong with either of those products. I know that when you first start out or when you have a concept in mind that you wanna prototype, um, the, the general advice is to use whatever you're most familiar with to get it out there as quick as you can. And there's certainly nothing wrong with, uh, I mean, all of those engines, Unity, Godot, and GameMaker Studio, or now GameMaker, they're all excellent quality products, and they've, they've all got proven track records, uh, so there's no, there's no problem with using either one of those. So what we're, what I was... Uh, basing my decision down on was just sort of the the down the road adventures, let's say, that I'm gonna get myself into in this project. 
I uh, I could foresee that this earlier stages of just getting things up on the screen is going to be incredibly easy compared to what's going to come later on in terms of adding polish and even just things like dialogues. Um, I'm trying. I'm still trying to decide how I want to lay out dialogues and chat, things like that. When you're talking to NPCs, what does that look like in this? Um, what does battle look like? I kind of need to solve that. I haven't really tackled that yet. So I've still got a lot of open question marks. And the the downside with those other engines is that I really don't know them very well. So if I, although it might be easy to prototype something or get something working, um, there's a lot of research time in just getting that, getting to that stage. Um, so I'd have to be looking through a lot of Unity docs and there's like a billion Unity docs and a billion unity videos just because of how much how many how many versions of unity there are so and it's it's quite difficult to ascertain which is the the correct approach and which has kind of been um, found to be not really uh that good that's kind of my my other problem that i have with some of these engines um but let's let's not focus on that right now. Let's let's go back to kind of design. So maybe this episode is going to be a little bit more about design. As you can see, um, remember I've got a, a player moving around now. I've got tiles showing up, uh, which are randomized right now. But um, I'm hoping to finish some kind of a uh, support for tiled or Ogmo. Those are two two um, tile map products that you can use. Uh, that are free to put together your um, uh, any 2D uh, platformer or RPG that you're working on. So hopefully I can get I can uh, work support for those into this. And then next, I think I'll be tackling something like uh, collision collision detection will be up there. And then yeah, I I think what I'm gonna do is kind of just really work on this first this first layer first, this first set of uh, map tiles first, and just get it working to where I can walk around, I can interact with NPCs, I can fight monsters. Um, I'm debating whether or not to add a dungeon right away in this first pass through this engine construction, but I think I better just to kind of get used to that, uh, as well as maybe also a town. So flipping to a town kind of view on this. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's about where I'm at. Uh, so I'm using uh, for technology-wise, uh, if it's not, well, I guess it's not obvious at all what I'm using. Um, I've decided to go with C++, C slash C++, and I'm using SDL2 along with SDL2 Image, SDL2 TTF, SDL2 Mixer. So basically all the SDL2 sort of uh, set of libraries there. And I'm also looking into using, uh, what is it called? There's... Let's go through the read, readme. I documented it just to make sure. Tiny XML, which is what I'm using to read uh, XML files, and JSON for modern C++, which is a package by I think it's Nicholas Lohman. Hopefully, I got the first name right. N Lohman. Yeah, it's a open source uh, JSON loader uh, library to work with in uh, C++. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, and. Let's run it again, just to show you that it's randomized. So yeah, so I've got a randomized tiles coming up. So I think, you know, it. it uh, speaking of the two weeks that I kind of sunk into the other engines, it, it was, um, 
I had varying su- varying success uh, in Game Maker. I had my tile map coming up right away. I was able to design levels pretty fast. And like I said, I was just getting worried about what happens later, much later in the future when I want to uh, add things a real certain way. Um, I'm really thinking of uh, shipping this with a local SQLite database, for example, and um, things like that. And so my uh, I think my use case is kind of a, a weird use, for lack of a better phrasing, a weird use of the language, engine tech. So um, instead of being able to tailor the game around what I'm hoping to design, I would have to design it around the limitations of the engine, which aren't always a bad thing either. Uh, constraints have a lot of good going for it. But I think in this case, some of the things I wanted to get, I was hoping to get up and running. Let's let's phrase it that way. Some of the things I'm hoping to get up and running, um, it didn't feel like I would be able to do very easily in either of those engines. I'm sure there's ways around it. I'm sure lots of games have figured out ways to use Unity and a database, for example, a local database, things like that. But uh, again, not being versed in Unity at all, I kind of didn't want to spend the first six months on this just learning Unity. Um, so, yeah, that's is that enough Unity bashing? And speaking of Unity, if you haven't been paying any kind of attention, they've been in the news a lot lately. Just a quick Google of Unity, and you'll be able to see that they've been first they've been approached to merge with a adware uh, company, um, so that the the adware or the advertising company, sorry, not Adware, advertising company would get a seat on the Unity board. Then a few weeks later, so just recently now, uh, um, another outfit, is it Avast? Now I can't remember the name. Uh, is it is making an attempt to buy them outright. And on the condition that they don't go ahead with the merger with the ad company. So there's kind of a few balls in flight for Unity. Uh, I think whatever happens, it's pretty clear that maybe the writing is on the wall, that it's going to change into something different. It's not really going to be the same that it's always been running up until now. So that kind of also factored into my decision. I didn't want to sink all this time into it, only to find out that um, there's going to be a lot of uh, corporate changes at Unity that really dissuade me from using it. So they might introduce... Who knows? I, and I'm just speculating right here, but that's a just making sure you all know that. But yeah, like I, I have no knowledge. I've got no inner uh, inner sanctum knowledge into the workings of Unity. Thank goodness. I don't want any. And so, but they may be introducing a lot of changes for devs, like maybe pricing tiers, um, advertising tiers, different things that you have to put into the product or you'll have to keep out of the product depending on what they what they decide by the end of all this corporate shuffling. So at any rate, uh, no for Unity for me. And also, I just really enjoy. I've got to admit that there there is an element here of just me really enjoying learning how to do this stuff properly um, and really going through the trenches and getting this together. I I'm I think I mentioned it on the last video, but I I want to reiterate that. One of my goals for this project is to suffer is is a and is is an extreme word, but suffer through the creation of a game and getting it out on Steam and 
going through QA, going through marketing, going through everything like that. Uh, it's a, a real process to get everything through it. Um, it's not just development. It's not just code. Code is a really small part of putting a game together if you haven't figured that out by now. So I wanted to really experience all of that. And so, yeah, I think that's my feeling right now. I think if I, if I leave it with a language I'm more or less comfortable with, then it'll allow me to, uh, it, it may take a little bit longer to do some things that some of the engine toolkits can implement for you within a few seconds. But at the end of the day, I'll understand a lot more of where everything is sitting, how the pieces of this code is interacting with each other, and then it'll be it'll give me a good a good evaluation for the next project whether i continue with my c++ journey or if i definitely shelve it in terms of an engine product because of this experience right now so that's kind of where i'm at uh in terms of design for the game as i mentioned it's an rpg i want it to be an rpg i mean i think that's pretty obvious by what you're seeing it'll be an rpg it'll be single player no online play um I'm not targeting this for mobile at this point. This is just a, a desktop only through Steam. and uh, But using a code base like SDL2 will allow me, give me the opportunity down the road to port it to maybe Mac or uh, Linux, something along those lines. I want to I kind of keep the doorway open if I can, but it's not my primary uh, motivation right now. It's more just to get it out on Windows, get it, get it playable together, by the roguelike celebration in mid-October. So back to the design of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm working with a friend of mine on putting some ideas together for an overall story for this game, as well as, you know, goals, motivation, you know, world building, general world building. I'm really missing that at this point, uh, being focused right now exclusively on this engine tech. So I'm hoping that once I get a lot of these engine questions figured out and working, then I can really implement um, the proper world around it. And yeah, I, I will I will definitely be using my own tiles. I won't be using the Ultima 4 tiles. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not legal, especially if I plan to charge money. So <laughs> uh, like it or not, which, you know, it's always sad to not being able to use a tile set you like so much. Um, there must be, there's going to be a way around it. I can find an artist and uh, create a different tile set or use something online that I can buy and drop it in for this game. So yeah, that's my thinking right now. It's, uh, what is it now? It's August 13th. Boy, time is flying. And uh, August, September. So that's only uh, two and a half months roughly now that I've got to kind of get things up and running for the roguelike celebration. Let's see. So design, there's there's a lot of, uh, we could we could talk for days on RPG design, uh, quest design, dungeon design, character design, weapon design. There's so many of that out there. And I'm really looking forward to digging into some of that as I get into this engine. I think that um, I'm going to have to figure out a, a way of, uh, like I mentioned, a database dropping a database into this. So maybe uh, going through a SQLite table for weapons and armor and, you know, adjusting, being able to quickly adjust numbers uh, for calculations for battle, that kind of thing. I'm really looking forward to 
that kind of work, um, the balancing that I'm going to have to do for that. Or just, you know, let things go crazy, uh, depending on the weapon you're using, whether they're super OP or not. And I, I, I really want to include magic in this first release, but I uh, we'll see if I can get a magic system built in. So, uh, and I'm not sure if that's going to be potions or if it's going to be uh, mixing spells together the way you do in the Ultima games, which I find really cool. But uh, that seems it, it it's one of those things that it looks like it might be really easy, but when you sit down to actually implement it, it could be really tricky. So, I'll have to see how that factors into the first release of this game. Maybe I can get a, a first world together and then layer in, uh, well, I'm going to have to layer in a lot of this uh, after the release. Maybe this first release will be on early access, some kind of beta uh, program at Steam. I think I'll try and aim for that and and then work in for, through the rest of the year, work in the other systems that I want to maybe implement. Uh, so maybe proper dungeons and magic system, as I just mentioned, I don't know if I'm going to have crafting. I might attempt crafting. Uh, we'll see what I can figure out in terms of design for this. Um, crafting, I don't know. Like I, I think, I suspect anyways, this is kind of my thinking, that is that crafting is a lot of fun when you're in a, a more 3D, an isometric slash 3D environment. Um, I'm not sure how fun, quote-unquote fun, it'll be in a 2D tile sort of structure. But at the same time, I'm not going to rule it out yet, uh, I think. But I think it, it's definitely going to be a post-launch thing I look at. I don't think I'm going to have any kind of crafting or professions, anything like that, in this first release of the game. So yeah, that's about where I'm sitting for this episode of Operation Steam Dream 2002. I hope you're interested and I hope you like what you're seeing so far and give this podcast a, um, a review, a rating and review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, then subscribe to this channel, uh, like the video and leave a comment as to kind of what you're looking forward to seeing and what I can go more go into. I think maybe the next episode, I don't want to jinx it already. But maybe the next episode, I'll go through the process of signing this up on Steam, uh, at least where I can have a uh, a beta store page that I can uh, start putting together slowly and maybe a place for uh, testers to sort of come to and just, you know, does it run in their machine? Does it work through Steam? Do the basics work? That would be really cool to just try out. But I'm looking really looking forward to the rest of this project. I'm excited. And I really hope you're having a good day wherever you are in the world and enjoying this video. Peace out, everyone. Have a good one. Bye.